0: Well, good morning and welcome to the Men's Leadership Network. Uh, We're glad you could join us. I want to issue a uh, special welcome to all the satellite campuses. Anyone watching online this morning, welcome to everyone meeting in Cool Springs at Bricks. Anyone downtown in Nashville at Flavor Catering or in Nolensville at Highway 55. Welcome. We're glad you could join us. Uh, Before we get started this morning, I want to remind everybody we will take some questions. So if you have questions for Bill today and you want to get them to us, you can do that two ways. One is to tweet those in. The Twitter handle is at leadership underscore net or the email is questions at mensleadershipnetwork.com. Uh, right now I'd like to introduce our speaker today, Bill Lee, as he uh, talks to us about being prepared to lead where called. Born and raised on a farm in Franklin, Tennessee, Bill Lee never ventured far from home or from the principles and values on which he was raised. Upon graduating from Franklin High School, Bill went on to earn his bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering from Auburn University in 1981. That same year, he joined the family business that his grandfather founded in 1944, earned a master plumber status, and held several roles at the company. In 1992, Bill became the president of Lee, Lee Company, which at that time had revenues of $20 million. Under his leadership, Lee Company grew to become a comprehensive facilities solutions and home services company employing more than 1,100 people and earning $225 million in annual revenue. Lee Company was named one of Tennessee's top five best companies to work for in 2006, again in 2007, and again in 2014, and was named National Business Journal's best in business in 2011. National Business Journal also recognized Bill as the most admired CEO in 2015, and in February 2016, Bill retired as CEO to serve as chairman of the company. Retirement hasn't slowed him down, however. Bill remains active in Triple L Ranch, a fourth-generation family farm which operates a 1,000-acre, 400-cattle operation providing natural beef to farmers' markets and farm-to-table restaurants throughout Middle Tennessee. He currently serves on the Tennessee Higher Education Commission, the Board of Trustees for Belmont University, He's the president of the Tennesseans for Economic Growth, the chairman of the YMCA of Middle Tennessee, the past president of the Associated Builders and Contractors, and has served on the board of several other organizations, including Hope Clinic for Women, Men of Valor Prison Ministry, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Operation Andrew, and many others. His involvement in faith-based ministries has led him to places like Africa, Central America, Haiti, and most recently, Iraq, to serve children and people in need of assistance. Bill and his wife, Maria, have four children and two grandchildren. Please join me in welcoming Bill Lee. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Bill, it's amazing. Man, you've done a lot in your
1: life. Thank you. God, it's good. Um, Appreciate Bill, that. thank you for being here. I mean, really, Glad to be here. I mean, honored. Thank you.
2: So grateful. Tell us about Lee Company in the early days. Well, in the really early days, I, I, I wasn't there. <laughs> um, my grandfather started that company in 44. He was kind of a self-taught mechanic and mm. um, had a third grade education. So he, I think he created, what he did was go to work to put food on the table. His two sons went to Vanderbilt. That would be my dad and my uncle. And they um, came to work in the 60s. And then really, it, he, he, if he laid the foundation, they, they kind of built the first floor and then I got to come to work there in the 80s and uh, build on that. Um, early on, I, when I came to work there, we probably had 60 or 70 employees, and um, there was a cultural foundation that had been laid, and I just had a privilege of uh, building on top of that. So. It's
1: amazing. Hmm. It's
2: amazing. Well, you have
1: built a lot. I mean, to hear the number of employees today and to hear revenues today, and um, and, and just thinking about that, and most admired CEO, that's, that's a huge honor, but it, how has your job and your life changed through that time? Because having 60 employees and then where you are today, it's, you've seen a lot of transition, yep. um, both on the job front, but also on
2: the life front. Yeah, I'm getting old. <laughs> what that means. So I, um, yeah, I came to work there. We were a really kind of small company. And so my job changed a lot as the years rolled on. I, I mean, there's p- different phases. One was kind of coming to work as the boss's son and, and the period of time where you grow into leadership with folks that you knew when you were a child and they were working in your family business and mm-hmm. then you, you realize, they realize and you realize that you're probably going to be uh, in a position of leadership there and that's a really interesting yeah. spot to be. It uh, taught me a lot about It's really where I first started considering what servant leadership is Mm -hmm. and the unique, um, the unique challenge of being watched and at the same time, you know, and people seeing if you really are gonna go through the process to become uh, a leader for them. And it it was a great season of my life. Then there was a a transition between, I, I became the president of the company in 92, but my father still owned the company and really still ran it when I became that, when I got that title. So there was a seven-year or so period of time where he was letting go, mm. and I was really taken over, and we have two really different styles, but it was his, you know, he, it was his legacy and his identity, and that was a really interesting Family business transition that was very difficult at times, but mm. he and I had a great relationship. Continued that, so that was a it was an interesting challenge, but really a good one that I learned a lot about. Then I had the most then then I was leading and running the company. My father retired in ninety nine, and in two thousand, I had um, a really tragic and terrible thing mm. happen in my life. My wife was my first wife was killed in a in a horseback riding accident with my Youngest daughter, and uh, I mean my youngest daughter was not she was injured but not not killed, so I lost my wife wow. in the middle of my career and in the middle of my life and um, it was a really difficult and painful and uh, life devastating event, but it was also you know god's a redeemer mm-hmm. and it was a powerfully transformational period of my life. And I kind of left my business for the most part for a couple years to help take care of my kids. I had two or three things occurred. My oldest daughter then attempted suicide after her mom died, and that mounded on top of, you know, the the current, the already difficult time. And and then my business, I left for a couple years basically to take care of my kids. And my business got in trouble. And, um, we can talk about that later, but that, that, that season was a really interesting transitional time for me. It changed my whole life, mm-hmm. and I kind of came away from that season with a new perspective and a, and a new understanding of what mattered and what didn't. So from a business standpoint, I came back to the business after a couple of years. We were in, we were in a really difficult spot, but once again, you know… Mm was a learning opportunity and I learned a lot about business and about difficult decisions. We, we laid off 400 workers in 14 months. Wow. We cut a company from 100 million revenues to 65 in a, in, in a year. And we, uh, we went from a really, really tough place to sort of a, not a new beginning in, in, by any means, but a, a reset, mm-hmm. which, um, which taught me a lot about what a company should look like, the mistakes that we had made before. And fortunately, we survived that period of time and it allowed us to become uh, a much stronger company and uh, be in a much better place today. So then the last period of leadership in my life in the, in the, in the company has been the most recent period where mm. we came through that season and now to uh, the place where we are today. Wow, praise God. Yeah, yeah. praise God. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah! Um how, how have
1: you seen your, your, your leadership grow through the years? I mean, spiritual leadership, but also your yeah. leadership at your company, with your family.
2: Um, I think I have… I have just become more and more aware of what leadership means to me. Mm. It's become more poignant to me. Uh, and there are a couple couple aspects of leadership that have, have become important to me. One, one is recognizing that uh, leadership is just a real responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think about the people in your life that have been in leadership for you, whether it was a elementary school teacher or your baseball coach or… or even a parent, people that led you as a child or maybe as a young man or woman. Um, those people have profound effects on you. They, yeah. they, they can negatively impact you, and most of us can think back on an experience we had with someone who was in a leadership role in our life that, that really negatively impacted us. Sometimes, some people tragically mm-hmm. negatively impacted. And sometimes you think back on people that have been in a leadership spot in your life who have really inspired you hmm. or changed your life. Um, Leadership has a real responsibility to it. And regardless of whether you're leading your family or leading your friend group or leading your company or some organization or some subset of an organization, it's a real responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I've, the older I've gotten and the more I've watched leadership, I've realized, and, and therefore I take it really seriously Um, So, that's something that is continuously maturing in my thought process about leadership. I've also realized that for me personally, leadership kind of begins with leading myself. Mm. Um, If I'm not in a good spot, it's really hard for me to be an effective leader. It's really hard for me to be an impactful leader. It's really hard for me to have a positive impact on somebody's life if i'm not in a good place for me that that's spiritually if Mm -hmm. i'm in a and we all go through you know ups and downs in in our spiritual life but if i'm not in a good place Mm -hmm. then or if i'm not in a good place in my marriage or if i'm not in a good place i'm a guy who likes to exercise and stay in shape it's become kind of part of my lifestyle if i'm if i'm not working out or i'm not feeling good physically, if I'm not in a good spot, if I'm not leading my own daily personal life mm. in a way that I know is what makes me uh, sort of on top of my game, then I'm, I'm not going to be an effective leader. So that's, that's something I've learned, mm. mainly by not being in good places and seeing the result of it on my, my leadership. Um, yeah, and then finally… Um, well, yeah, we can, we can talk about that later. I think that's probably the biggest, the biggest growth that I've seen in my understanding of what leadership is. What I was going to say finally is that you just have to be true to yourself. Mm. The, the older I get, the more I um, understand myself and my role and kind of skip the, the big picture, the more I remember that, you know, I, I just have to, be, I have to be true to God and true to myself. And that's hard to do. It's hard for me to do. There are um, temptations to be, to try to appear different or be, be something different than you mm. really are, not be really true to yourself, or to be um, pulled away from the center. Mm. And that's a little bit, the reason I hesitate to share that is because it's a little bit about leading yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, be true to yourself. That's that's powerful, yeah. Bill, that's thank you.
1: Yeah, yeah, and that's a a word for all of us. I mean that yeah. you know, and that's every day, right? Every day. every day, and that leadership matters. I mean, yeah, you know, and I think we can all think back to a coach or a teacher, but now we're in those positions. Yeah. You know, whether we realize yeah. it or not, whether yeah. we're coaching our kids' soccer team or whether we're leading a division at our company, yeah. um, we are those people that's now. Right. You know, that's exactly so, right. Yeah. Um, And I appreciate you talking about um, your first wife and and how that taught you what really matters in life, Um, because I don't think we get that sometimes. Yeah, uh, Um,
2: that perspective of um, when you lose something that's one of the most valuable things in your life, then the other things that are not very valuable, kind of really lose their meaning. Mm. And, um, there are th- and, and so then you find yourself sitting there realizing that there are just very few things that matter. <laughs> and it's helpful because you kind of walk away from… I, I, I've shared this story a, a bunch of times where I, I stood in a little family cemetery